Greetings, everyone. Once again, it's Brother Mota Monedi sharing the authentic truth brought to us by Zulula 100. Here, the message I'm going to share is going to be Judah Iscariot rehabilitated. Did he really commit suicide? Because many people believe that Judah was a traitor and many believe, believe that Judah died, he killed himself, and so on. And you have to understand that it is a personage that was, that was diabolized, demonized in history. And the fake pastors are speaking, saying that Judah is a traitor and so on. But they were not mandated. They don't know the true story. They don't know what really happened. Because there's only one mandated teacher in our time, in our era, to reveal us the hidden mysteries of the scriptures. And that, that person is Zulula 100 the only teacher. So because you, you're told in Proverbs 19.2 that the lack of knowledge is not good for any spirit of man of the original race. So the lack of knowledge, lack of science, the lack of understanding is not good for you out there. And also in John chapter 8 verse 32, you're told, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So what is that truth? What is that knowledge? What is that revelation regarding Judah Iscariot. <clears throat> was Judah a traitor? <clears throat> For many of people, many who don't know, there's also a gospel of Judah. Uh, and you have to understand that it is an apocryphal book. But here we won't go in that book. We are going to stay in the current classical day Bible to show, to demonstrate, did really, who was Judah? Did he really die? And later on, I will provide a verse also in Biberka Tambali, the book of the truth. The only authentic Bible without any errors or contradiction. Here it is. Because we know in the current Bibles, there's a lot of mistakes, a lot of contradictions, a lot of errors. So when we go in Luke chapter 6, chapter 6, Verse 12, you're told in the Berean literal Bible, in the current Bibles, you're told. And it came to pass in those days, comma, he went out to the mountain to pray, comma, and he was spending the night to pray God. So here is regarding the Christ. He went on a mountain to pray. Here it says on a mountain. But when we go in another translation, for example, the Good News translation, you're told, at that time, Christ went up a hill to pray and spend the whole night there praying to God. So there's already a difference between a hill and the mountain. Because when we speak regarding the mountain, it's regarding the magma, it's regarding the volcano, and so on, a high, high mountain. But when it is regarding the hill, it's different. But nevertheless, he went on a high place. And you're told that he spent the whole night they're praying to God. And in Luke chapter 6, verse 13, you're told in the Amplified Bible, when they came, comma, so when the day came, comma, he called his disciples and selected 12 of them, comma, whom he also named apostle, in bracket, special messengers, comma, personally chosen representative. 
So the apostles, you have to understand, they are messengers. They are also messengers, those who are sent. And Judah was among them. And you see that in Luke chapter 6, verse 16, New Living Translation, Judah, son of James, comma, Judah Iscariot, who later betrayed him. So Judah was there. And you're told who later, later betrayed the Christ. But what, at the beginning, was he a traitor? When we go in another translation, when we go in the King James Bible, you're told, and Judah Iscariot, which also was the traitor. But in the New King James Version, you're told, and the Judah Iscariot, who also became a traitor. Became a traitor. So it's later, according to this version, according to this passage here in the New King James Version, that he became. So at the beginning, he wasn't, even according to the current Bibles here. So, now, when we go in John chapter 12, verse 4 to 6, you're told this. But Judah Iscariot, comma, one of his disciples, comma, the one who was going to betray him, comma, said, verse 5, why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii, the money, given to the poor? Verse 6. Now he said this, comma, not because he cared about the poor, in bracket, for he had never cared about them, comma, but because he was a thief, semicolon, and since he had the money box serving as a treasurer, for the 12 disciples, he used to pilfer what was put in it. So, here you have, you have to understand that you're told here that Judah, he was a thief, according to the Korean Bibles. So he had an entrance door, and that entrance door was the silver, was the money, was the fund. And it says here that but Judah Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was going to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii? So he asked the question. So you have to understand here that he nevertheless said what he was thinking. He wasn't hiding his thought, his feelings regarding what happened with the money. And... You're told that in verse 6, now he said, in the, this is in the American Standard Version, now this he said, comma, not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief, comma, and having the bag, the bag took away what was put therein. But you're told here that he was a thief, but nevertheless, the disciples, the group, they because he was the treasurer of the group, 
and the group didn't lack money they still had funds so he didn't even though he was in charge of the treasurer of the box of the of the money box of the silver he didn't bankrupt the group the group still had enough funds to buy goods to spend it on what they needed John chapter 12 verse 4 in the King James Bible then said one of his disciples comma Judah Iscariot Simon's son which should betray him should betray him why the word should betray him appears here when we go in Matthew chapter 26 verse 14 to 15 you're told then one of the twelve the one called Judah Iscariot went to the chief priest verse 15 and asked what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you question mark and they set out for him 30 pieces of silver so you're told here that Judah basically he loved the money he had an entrance door and because of that because of that entrance door you're told here that he went to the chief priest and asked what are you willing to give me if I hand him hand whom the Christ and you have to understand that when he asked that hand him over regarding handing the Christ over it wasn't his intention or he didn't know that they were going to kill him that wasn't his intention for the Christ to die and what happened there is you have to understand there is a familiar spirit because when we go regarding as well the name when we go in Genesis chapter 37 verse 26 in the Amplified Bible you're told Judah said to his brothers what do we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood in bracket murder you see so this is in Genesis chapter 37 verse 26 is regarding Judah and he in verse 26 He said to his brother what do we do if we kill our brother and cover up his blood so he didn't want to kill his brother In verse 27 he says come let us instead sell him to these Ishmaelite and Midianite and not lay our hand on him because he is our brother and our flesh so you have to understand here also according to the current Bibles it was the money money was also played a part 
regarding Judah's decision. And you will see later on Judah as well regarding the Christ. And like, like in Genesis, that Judah as well didn't want to kill his brother, didn't want to murder him. Now, when we go in John chapter 13, verse 2, you're told, the evening meal was underway, comma, and the devil had already put into the heart of Judah, comma, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray. So, because of the entrance door that Judah had opened regarding the visible wealth, regarding the silver, regarding the money. And, When we go in John chapter 13, verse 7 to 11, you're told, Christ answered and said to him, What I do, I do you do not realize now, comma, but you will understand hereafter, period. Verse 8, Peter said to him, comma, Never shall you wash my feet. Christ answered, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. And verse 9, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, then wash not only my feet, comma, but also my hand and my head. Christ said to him, He who has bathed needs only to wash his feet, comma, but is completely. He who has bathed need only to wash his feet, comma, but he's but is completely clean, semicolon. And you are clean, comma, but not all of you. Period. Verse eleven. For he knew the one who was going to betray him, semicolon. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. But nevertheless, you have to understand that Judah's feet was also washed. Judah was also washed. He was cleaned. Because he was there. And because this happened in verse 7 to 11. Verse 27. And when Judah had taken the morsel, comma, Satan entered him, period. Then Christ said to Judah, What you are about to do, comma, do quickly, period. He said that to Judah. So there was a code between the two. Because when we go in verse 29, you're told, some thought that since Judah, as the treasurer of the group, had the money box, comma, Christ was telling him, buy what we need for the feast, or that he was to give something to the poor, period. So, already Judah knew something that the others didn't. And, so they had like a private conversation. And the Christ said to him, do it fast. You have to understand because if Judah was 
gonna do it at his own time he would be lost so he had to do it fast in Zechariah chapter 11 verse 12 you're told I said to them if it is if it seems good to you comma give me my wages semicolon but if not comma do not period so they weighed out 30 pieces of silver as my wages so what Judah did was already prophesied because Judah was also given 30 silver pieces and when we go in Matthew chapter 26 verse 15 in the New International Version you're told and ask why what are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you question mark so they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver Matthew chapter 27 verse 9 you're told this fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah that says they took the 30 pieces of silver the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel but the question is where is this written in Jeremiah because when we we know is written in Zachariah when we go in Zachariah chapter 11 verse 12 you're told I said to them if he seems good to you I give my wages but if not do not if it seems good to you come and give me my wages but if not do not so they waited out 30 pieces of silver as my wages Matthew chapter 27 verse 3 to 4 you're told then when Judah who wa- who had betrayed him saw that he had been condemned comma he felt remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders verse 4 saying I have sinned by betraying innocent blood innocent blood but they said what is that to do with us question mark see that yourself see to that yourself so here because you're told when Judah who had betrayed him saw that he had been condemned come because that wasn't his intention for him to be killed but when he saw that when he realized that he felt remorse he felt remorsed he felt remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders he returned the money he had remorse he you have to understand here that he asked for forgiveness he asked for the grace and it's in detail in Biberka Tambali, the book of the truth. In Zechariah chapter 11, verse 13, you're told, Then the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter as if to the dogs. This is according to the Korean Bible. That magnificent sum at which I am valued by them. So I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them to the potter, to the potter, potter, in the house of the Lord so he threw the money so you see it was prophesied what Judah did what happened was already prophesied by a prophet 
act. Now, when we go in act chapter one, verse 18, you're told in the new international version with the payment he received for his wickedness, Judah bought a field semicolon. There he fell headlong. His body burst open and all his intestines spilled out. And you have to understand that that is completely false because you were told that he returned the money. How are you going to return the money? Meaning you throw, you threw the money to, because in Matthew chapter 27, verse three, you're told when Judah who had betrayed him realized that the Christ had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. So he took the 30 pieces of silver back to the leading priest and the elders. He brought it back. He returned the money. So if you return the money, you can not buy a field with that money. You see, already there's a there's an error, there's a contradiction. Because he didn't he did not buy a field with that money. And in Acts chapter one, chapter Chapter 1, verse 19, in the Berean Standard Bible, you're told, this became known to all who lived in Jerusalem, comma, so they called that field in their own language, Akel Dama, that is, field of blood. And that's completely false, because here you're told, this became known to all who lived in Jerusalem, so they called that field in their own language, in their own language their language and not our language so the person who's writing is not familiar is not his language because if it was his language he was he would be writing in our language you see so it's somebody that is exterior you have to understand here that it's completely false who wrote this wasn't it supposed to be luke Is false. Act chapter 1, verse 20, you're told. For in the book of Psalms it is written, Let his place of residence become desolate, and let there be no one to live in it. And again, let another take his position as overseer. So here in Act, you're told that he's quoting a book of Psalms. And supposedly that was supposed to be regarding uh, Judah. But when we go in Psalms, because when he says, for in the book of Psalms, it is written. Let's go in the book of Psalms, of Psalms to see if it is truly written that. Psalms chapter 69, verse 25, you're told. May their encampment be desolate, semicolon, may no one dwell in their tent. You see? Here in Psalms, when we read what supposedly Acts chapter 1 verse 20 refers to, it says, may there, that's plural, their encampment be desolate. So it is referring to many people, their encampment. May no one dwell in their tent, their tents, plural. It's referring to many people, many tents. Many encampments. You see? In many tents. But in Acts chapter 1 verse 20, he says, 
let his place of residence, his place, New American Bible, New American Standard Bible, in Psalms chapter 69, verse 25, you're told, May their camp be desolate, may there be none living in their tent. So it was many people, not just one person. So Acts chapter 1, verse 20 is already misquoting. It's already contra contradicting what is written in Psalms chapter 69, verse 25. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, you're told, in the New Living Translation, a friend is always loyal, comma, and a brother is born to help in time of need, period. And when we go in the Louis II Bible, that's a French Bible, when we translate, it says, the friend loves at all times, comma, and in misfortune, he shows himself a brother. This is in Proverbs 17, verse 17. And in John chapter 15, verse 15, you're told in the New International Version, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father I have made known to you, period. New Living Translation, I no longer call you, here it says slave, but that's mistranslation. Because I no longer call you its servant, because a master doesn't confide this, you have to understand these Bibles, these current day Bibles, sometimes just full of mistakes, lies, it's mistranslated. The words they use, you see, lacks, it's not the truth. Nevertheless, he says, Now you are my friend. Since I have told you everything the Father told me. And you have to understand, in John chapter 15, verse 15, Judah wasn't there. Judah wasn't there when the Christ called his disciples, his apostles, these other apostles, friend. He said to them, now you are my friend. Now you are my friend. Now, now, now. And you're told, like I've mentioned, Judah wasn't there. But you're told in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 10, in the New King James Version, do not forsake your friend, your own friend. Do not forsake your own friend. And when we go in Matthew chapter 26, verse 50, you're told, Christ said, my friend, comma, my friend. understand so regarding Judah it wasn't in John chapter 15 verse 15 it wasn't at that moment that the Christ called Judah his friend because when we go in Matthew chapter 26 verse 50 he says my friend my friend because he was already calling him that even before And like I've mentioned, he says, I have called you friend for everything I have, that I learned from my father I have made known to you. So there were things that Judah knew that others didn't.
And the Christ called him my friend. Go ahead and do what you have come for. New Revised Translation, friend, do what you are here to do. In the translation, Abbe Crampon, he says, friend, this is what you are for. This is what you are for. So it changes. You see, it changed the conception. In Jude, chapter 1, verse 11, Amplified Bible, Woe to them, for they have gone the defiant way of Cain, and for profit they have run headlong into the hair of Balaam, and perished in the rebellion of Mutinius Korah. Period. Why is the name of Judah not there? We have to understand that Judah was saved. He didn't die. According to the gospel of, um, of Judah, in that gospel, he says that basically that Judah was the most powerful apostle. And and also that it was his mission in that gospel of Judah. That the other apostles... Because Judah was, because he was the most powerful, according to that gospel, that's why he was the one who had to accomplish that mission. So, now, I will read in Bibel Katambali, in Jongele, Zachariah, chapter 11, verse 13, you're told. Mutatedi, the entity, told me, column, many uninitiated and many whites and mixed blood will take the man of the prophecy for a mukule besoka, trader, period. You see? Many uninitiated, so those who are not in the secret, in the truth, in the revelation, who are not. And many whites and mixed blood will take the man of the prophecy, of the prophecy, because it was prophesied. For a muku le besoka, a trader. So, Judah. His true name is Soma. Soma. And it means the salute. The salute. The salute. And the salute. And he didn't die. He didn't kill himself. To know the true story of Judah and also the prophet, the patriarch, the matriarch, the true history is in Bibel, Katambali. Because the current Bibles are full of contradictions, lies, but Bibel is the truth, the book of the truth. So that was the message regarding Judah. 
uh, Iscariot, according to the name they gave him in the current Bibles. He didn't kill himself. And he was saved. All glory be to Lopa, your only and unique creator.